Hallo. Hallo, ich heiße Jonathan. Und ich bin Rob. Und zusammen, zusammen sind wir Antiktos. Ja, absolut fabulous. Um, we are reviewing the fabulous, fabulous Deutschland 83. We are on episode 5 called Cold Fire. Cold Now, fire. for everybody who has been living under a rock, um, Deutschland 83 is a three series. Um, It's a trilogy. Trilogy uh, series uh, set in Germany in the East East and West, etc. It's very spy, thriller, willery, that sort of thing. It's very what now? Thriller, willery. Thriller, I just made that up. It's amazing, yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. Fabulous. Wow. Thriller, willery. Mm. Um, so, um, you, if you if you haven't seen this, you can if you go if you're in the UK, you can go on all four and you can access it. Yeah, yeah, you can go on all all fours. Oh, okay, yeah, you can go on all fours. Yeah, well, that's a very um, that's, that's rather different. <laughs> that's very Tishba style. Um, but you can go on all four app and you can watch it for free under the Walter Presents uh, sort of banner. And if you're not in the UK, you'll have to make your own arrangements outside yes. of life. You can buy all the DVD box set on DVD, or it may lovely. be available to to stream in your on other in your locality. We don't we don't we don't know where you live, so know. we can't really say. Anyway, so last week's episode was quite thriller willery, and it was. Oh, here of, we go. I know. Well, sorry, I'm obsessed with willery today. Mm, marvelous. Um, so um, last week uh, episode. Martin had to off Linda. It's well, very he'd, sad. He'd, yeah, he he didn't personally off. He just opened Linda. the door to the offing. Yes, he was uh, sort of, kind of, half, kind of responsible, really, for it. It was very, very distraught about it because mm. it. So after Linda was mowed down by a rather large Mercedes and he had to bury her in the woods, he ended up going to the commune and sleeping with Yvonne. Yes, he was so distraught at the loss of one girlfriend. He um. Through himself at another. That's another. Well, it was, she wasn't actually a girlfriend, girlfriend, but they had had their meet cute yeah. and. Well, she's a girl and their friends. And now so they're friends with benefits. Well, we're not quite sure what they are, really. So this episode opens up with him waking up stark. It's quite physical, isn't he? It's quite lovely. Uh, is Mark. He's very physically uninhibited. That's, that's German. That's German for, for you. you. Um, I noticed Yvonne was still wearing a bra. So she's oh, good not, for her. She, she's not as, as as uninhibited as Linda was because she was very free and easy. Well, she was. I mean, she changed in the in the in the restrooms of the of the office block. I don't know. <laughs> Titties all over the place. Um, so um, they so they've woken up. So he was meant to go out and get in some bonnage, um, some 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 raisin buns for breakfast, and but he doesn't come back. Doesn't come back. Um, we also have. Um, the is it Alex? Yes, Alex Edel, uh, who ended the episode last week, snogging the snogging the face of uh, Tobias Tish, Tishba. It's quite cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no complaints here. Although Alex has got rather well, he does have some anger issues. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has anger issues. Obviously, he's he, got a bit of a temper. Takes after his father, I would seem. It is more of a Kevin the temp, Kevin the teenager temper. Well, he's a bit old the, to be. Rather, rather, as, as he says himself in the episode, I'm not a teenager. No, he's definitely not a teenager, especially with that receding hairline. So, it does, so the the floppy fringe does yes. not do anything to hide it. Yes, <laughs> sort of a light breeze. A a, <laughs> yeah. there, is, there is a bit of a comb over going on there. Yeah, the, the trainee comb over. So we he wakes up Starkers in bed with um, with Tobias. And Tobias is actually quite dishy, really, uh, in that sort of sort of film. Sort of, sort of period film good looks you know you could be quite happy 
quite easily be a leading man. Cause he's Tobias. Got, yeah. Because he's got that whole brooding thing going on. Oh, he's definitely on. got... He's, he's got something going on. He's, he has got sort of charisma. So. Yes. He's very, well, well you, I guess if you're a, a senior uh, East German operative having been undercover and in the West for 20 years, you would have to have a bit of charisma. Well, also, he's managed to secure a really gorgeous house. Massive on a, on a professor's house. salary. I know. They were also very well paid. Well, then again, house prices aren't that expensive over in Germany. We found and this that was, And this was a number of years ago, so I guess yeah. they were even cheaper back yeah. then. I mean, even a few years ago, because I did make a mistake of being let loose on eBay and accidentally bought a house in Thuringia yeah. on eBay. We won't talk about that much. I'm sure it will. It will. <laughs> it will come into, <laughs> we don't have the house anymore. <laughs> Let me say that. So. No, but it was don't. very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it was, well, it, you say house, I say pile of bricks. But um, you say tomato, I'll say tomato. <laughs> so, so it starts off with, um, we say, with lots of bed scenes, um, which was quite sort of. We've got. So we've got sort of Alex in bed with Tobias and we've got Martin in, in bed with Yvonne. Yes. Um, is it Yvonne? Yes, it is, it is Yvonne. Yvonne. Yeah. It is Yvonne. It's, it's not, not Yvette. Yvette. <laughs> it's, it's not Yvette. In a previous episode. Yeah. Anyway, so so uh, Alex and Tobias's, um, well, certainly Tobias's early morning piece is disturbed by the ringing of a telephone, which is never a good thing. No. Early in the morning. So Tobias is getting uh, instructions and orders. Yes. Because what we've seen and not mentioned is that Annette um if you remember if you're if you're paying attention that's Martin's pregnant girlfriend, girlfriend back in the, in the east um who is living with Martin's mother Ingrid mm-hmm. has got up in the morning no sign of Ingrid goes to Ingrid's bedroom and she is lying in bed not looking particularly She's healthy pretty much passed out yes. good job she was lying down on the duvet yeah so we know that uh, Ingrid is in need of a, a kidney, kidney transplant Yes, and as I say in a previous episode, they had a blood. They did the, the blood. T- um, they took blood from Martin to see if he would be a donor at a motorway service, service station, as you do. That's before he started his meet cute with Linda. Yes, so on his way to Bonn. Bonn, yes. So, but yeah, so that's quite exciting. So yeah. it was. It was lots of bedroom scenes. Yeah, I, I like the, how they 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 did that as a bit of a triptych of a uh, of bed scenes. So everyone sort of waking up and. Sort of getting on with the day, and it really or being half dead, half dead. So Tobias gets sort of dashes over to to, to go and get Martin to give him instructions. Yeah. So Martin is is in the the um the what do you call it the commune. The commune. He's he's in the commune the in Köln, Köln. With, uh, with with the Vaughan, and um, so Tishbeer rushes. To Kuhn. I don't know what, how he knows he's there. Obviously, Martin well, is obviously under, Martin, well, we, under we all, close um, he's, he's under He's under surveillance. So they know where he is at every moment of the day. Uh, Tishbeer rushes to, to, to Cologne, and um, they have a bit of a tussle in the corridor and a very loud conversation, which I'm, I'm surprised wasn't overheard by... Everybody. By everybody. It's very echoey because it's lots of tile, tiled tiled walls, tiled ceilings, yes. tiled floors. So yes. very So echoey. Martin doesn't want to continue his role as a spy. Uh, but then Tishbeer gives him the, the news that his mother is on her last legs and needs a kidney, kidney by five o'clock that evening. Well he doesn't say five o'clock, but he says he needs he needs to get there now, um, to have the kidney transplant. So 
I say, at first, Martin feels a little bit like, well, you're lying to me. And in fairness, Tobias said, when have I actually lied to you? Never. I have never. And in never. fairness, he probably hasn't. No, I don't think he has. I mean, there was a little bit of a uh, conversation with regards to Linda being mowed over where um, Martin was blaming Tobias mm-hmm. for doing so. Uh, and he didn't deny, but I don't. Uh, we still don't know if he was actually driving the car because we never actually saw the person driving the car. Yeah, but Martin did see the person driving the car, so I think that they wouldn't have had the conversation that they had if he'd actually seen it was Tishbeer. They would have had a different sort of conversation. The conversation that they had, Martin saying, it's your fault yeah. that Linda ended up dead, not you... You drove the you car. You drove the car. So I, I, so there's, I mean, there's the person, semantic differences, but that was my interpretation I mean, of the I mean, conversation. The, the person that drove the car, we didn't see him. We only saw him from the sort of waist down. Oh, it's down. a leg. <laughs> it, was, it was a leg, and he threw some blankets and, and, and a, a spade. And a shovel. Uh, saying to bury the body, and that was it. Um, so that was, yeah, that, was a, that was sort of kind of harsh. Yes. So, yeah. so anyway, so Martin has to get to the railway station... AS, the Bahnhof, which he does. ASAP, um, if he's to get to Berlin by five o'clock mm-hmm. when, the, when the surgery is scheduled. Yes, and he gets on the train, and who's on the train opposite in a rather, rather fetching sort of, uh, sort of green, sort of quite luscious green jacket is Nina. Nina. Oh, we love Nina. She's yeah. just so. We miss Nina. <laughs> we didn't have Nina. We didn't have enough. We, ha- we just don't have enough have Nina. Nina do oh, you? So Nina's there, and uh, he's also being tasked with something else. They, they do like to layer it on. Is it like, like it's like a yeah. pack horse? You can never it? just get you. You can never just get the train. You actually have to then be a a courier of some kind. So he's he's taking coffee. Yeah. So he's got two tins. Two tins. Uh, uh, two tins of caffeinated coffee and two tins of red red decaf, decaf. coffee. And he's told he's to give the red tins to a chap at a sort of outside a, a, kiosk. a kiosk. So he, he duly in West, do, in, in, in West Berlin. In West Berlin. So he duly does that in this sort of. Yeah. We have a bit of a tense moment on the train when it's crossing from east to west, and he has to give his and it, has to give his his papers and. The, the border guard shows, which of course Martin was a border guard, so he's probably quite familiar with the with the, process. With the whole process. And they show undue attention to the, the bags he's been given by Nina that has the, in inverted commas, coffee. Decaf. And they ask him what's the difference between the, between the two colours. And he said, well, one's decaf and you can, so you can drink it in the evening. It doesn't help doesn't you. Disturb it doesn't disturb your sleep. <laughs> so, which is exactly the same. I mean, so, in fairness, Martin is really good at instructions uh, well they certainly base them and i suppose that's that's growing up in 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 east germany under you know a stasi surveillance if someone tells you to do something then you do it yeah and he does it and so there was, there was a little bit of a tender moment because on the train after nina gets off there's a, a, a couple um one looks a bit like a hippie and the other one's very well, i think pregnant. it's a hippie a hippie couple hippie couple she's she's very she's opening an orange and she's Sort of got a big pregnancy belly. Yes. Oh, do you want to? Talk and, to and Martin is um, and, and fondling his grandmother's gra- gra- grandmother's engagement ring. ring. And then she said, "Oh, do you want to? Do you want to touch?" And he said, "Oh, do you mind?" And then the border guards come in and spoil the and moment. Spoil so, that. Nice so it moment. brings a little bit of tender moment to his situation because obviously he's got a pregnant girlfriend. Yes. So, which is uh, which is in a net. Now going on to a net. Oh, 
She is such a busybody. Thomas has, has sort of said, I'll take you on with sort of baby. And she is so, so I don't mind. He's got real tenderness to it. And he admits that they've got a library of banned books. Yeah, so that's what that's what Thomas and Ingrid have been up to with the business with the car. He's running a, a mobile library of banned books. And Annette, oh God, she's really getting on my nerves. Really, yeah, Annette. Yeah. So, yeah. so she spurns Thomas's advances. And well, she's, I mean, she has a bit of a kiss with him, but... It, but essentially, she's not, she's not whole hundred yeah, percent. Essentially, him. he has been spurned. Yes, but he's still hanging around like a wet lettuce. Well, and it's like Ugh. so. In the meantime, um, uh, uh, sort of general general Abel Edel Edel uh, is uh, is wanting to go down hard on his son because yeah. his son's not turned up. At, yeah, at the son's barracks. gone AWOL. AWOL. Well, he's, he's, he's been he's, busy sleeping with with, with Tobias. Yes. Is, Yes, you, yeah, you've you've got you've done well there because I think that's probably his first. Well, it's sexual. definitely his first time because he says he says so. Yeah. So, and um, then his mother sends in a letter from the doctor saying he's an infectious disease and gives it to the secretary. Throw net. Oh, and she gives her the the secretary gives us total evils because obviously the secretary sort of suspects that, um, sort of like unfortunately Alex is a little bit of a homosexual. Well, unfortunately. Well, she looks as unfortunate right, because okay. we, we know that because when she opens... I, thought, the, I just thought that was some internalised homophobia you oh, were experiencing. No. <laughs> Been out since I was 13, love. <laughs> so I know where the unicorns are well and truly tethered. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so she's really quite homophobic and the mother comes in and so she's got the black eye from after she took the hit from uh, from General Adel. Um sort of in the last episode when he was going to hit Alex, which is hitting never a good thing anyway. So um, so she gives him the th- gives a sick note to the, the secretary. The secretary takes it, refuses to shake her hand, and then puts an alcohol rub on her hands because yeah. there's a there's a magazine like a time time magazine about the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. So, so she's she's drawing conclusions yes. about um, what Alex might be suffering from because his mother says he has a very, very infectious disease and can't be allowed out of the house yes so um and she's obviously uh, this episode seems very much where people are pushing their own so they've been pushed down for so long and they're pushing back because you've got the wife um what was the name of the wife um what's general what's its wife called Ursula, isn't it it's not ursula is it I think it is Ursula. Yeah, so it's Ursula. So Ursula's been like the sort of the the the, the housefrau, um, but she's still quite stylish. Well, she certainly seems to glam up during the yeah. du- during the course of the the episode because up she, until now she'd always been a little bit dowdy. Dowdy, but uh, when we see her, um, she, well, we, we, first of all we see her killing killing a fish, which yeah. I think I don't think no, fish no were, fish, I don't think yeah. any fish were killed in this episode. No, no fish were harmed in the meeting. They had a stunt fish because uh, General Adel has a is, is, is a tropical fish a tropical tank. Fish tank. This does look quite glamorous. And he picks out she picks out the, the biggest orange one. I think it's a clownfish if I if 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 my knowledge of finding Nemo is, <laughs> is accurate. <laughs> well, anyway, I might she, I might be she, wrong she, about she, that. She scoops it out and then sort of deposits on the floor, drops it on the floor and leaves it. Um, as a present, but I'm sure it was just a stunt fish. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So they, 
had, had some extra. There was a CGI fish. Was a CGI, confident. Ob, ob, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was I was quite distraught over the fish. I was yeah. more distraught over the fish than I was Linda getting mowed down by a Mercedes in the previous episode. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they can see where my sensibilities go. Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> Known that for a long um, time. So she's she's very calculated, and she she drives to the barracks in this little sports car. This looked very nice. Looks very convertible nice. Convertible sports car. She was dressed to impress. Yes, shoulder pads and everything. Shoulder pads, an angular angular jacket. But it was very stylish, and she was like, hmm, "Well done, girl." Dressed like Angular Merkel. No, she wasn't. No, she was a lot thinner. That was a joke. That, that was a joke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. What will become apparent through these these podcasts is Jonathan's lack of a sense of humour. <gasps> Take that back, you beast! Uh, so she goes in and drops drops off the letter, and she's she's still she's made up, and but she's still got a big bruise, and she tells the uh, the secretary that oh it was tennis, um, so they have have a sort of thing about domestic. Sort of injuries. injuries we worry about the world, but actually, the biggest dangers are at home. Sort of conversation. Well, definitely in her home because you've got you've got well, you've, well, you've got, got hot haired Alex. You've got hot haired Alex, and you've got sort of hippie daughter that's going to the commune. And I think she's probably sleeping around the whole commune. She's very free and easy, isn't she? Well, that's the anything, whole thing about communes. They're all very free and easy. Anything for a raisin bun from the morning. <laughs> so. I have to admit, pastries in Germany are absolutely delicious, so you can totally understand it, sort of. Uh, so, so. <laughs> the prost- I like a, I like, a, I like a raisin bun. I do, yeah. I mean, the prostitute. Never have any. <laughs> no, the prostitute. We did have some nice vanilla yeah. brioche this morning. We did. Was which was very nice. Anyway, what are you saying about prostitutes for <laughs> randomly? Prostitute, randomly? The, pro- the prostitutes in Hamburg, or the red light district. They obviously they could do take euros, dollars, Mastercard, and bums. And bums. <laughs> Only brioche. <laughs> They'll do anything, anything, anything for, for a, a fresh, brioche. A, a fresh moist loaf of something gorgeous. So, um, so she, a blick to brot. Yeah, a blick to brot. That's the sandwich, though. Um, so she, the, the general goes home, and uh, Ursula is there preparing food to take up to her son, who's or not in. Who's the not? Room. He's not actually in the house, um, and the, the husband. Sort of has then sees we see this all off camera. We just hear Ursula. It's just like yeah, it was quite. That, that, that was quite. It was. It was quite. It was quite a uh, emotion. Yes. Over the fish. I know. But she looked quite satisfied. There was a really, really, uh, really nice sequence, um, uh, which was done to the. Oh God, what was it? It was done. Is it in the air tonight by Phil Collins? Which is could be quite an annoying song because it was one of those things that was in the charts for like 20 decades yes. uh, so <laughs> at the time it felt like it um, and there was a really moody shots with everyone lighting up cigarettes or yes. being near a, a like lighting up cigarettes in dimly lit rooms yeah and it that was yeah that could have been like they could have cut that together that would that could have been an absolutely yeah. epic <laughs> pop video it would have been on a loop on mtv at the time or yes. vh1 but we are we, we've scooted quite far towards the yeah. end of the show so yes. we need to rewind we need to a little rewind bit a little bit. So. and revisit um the tish the lovely tish beer house <gasps> tish beer oh that house oh gosh it's just full of lots of natural light and everything it's just yeah. So anyway, so after packing Martin off to back to Berlin, Tobias goes home, and Alex is 
is still in bed and they have a a tender moment then it all turns to shit and then he, then he storms off yes because Alex tells Tobias that he is going to leave the army Tobias obviously, obviously is seeing Alex as being a potential asset mm-hmm. for his um, his nefarious activities and suggests that perhaps he might be more useful to the the caused if he stays in the army and be has, is a bit of an inside inside man for mm. them but alex with his usual um now, now 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 a very apparent hot-headedness completely flies off the handle at this and they have a very loud argument and he storms off uh, but then he still hangs around the back garden expecting him to come da- dashing out, which he well, doesn't. He cries. He starts crying in the back garden. Yeah, but I think he was still he was waiting around for him to come out and no one came out. So and I think it's, it's you, could, you could see the transition on the character going from... So he's, he's, he's lost his virginity. Um, he's, he's stepping away from his family. And he's used to getting his own way because he seems like both the kids are quite pampered and oh, yes. entitled. Yeah. Well, not necessarily entitled, but they're they're very they're, they're very. They're, I think you you they're used to getting their own way. They're used to getting the nice things in life and getting things happen how they want to have them. But in this case, it's not going to go that way. So he's waiting outside, and you, get, you got the feeling that he was waiting for Tobias to come out and sort of sort of bring him back in. But he didn't. No, because Tobias is probably playing a longer, a Which longer he is. game. Yeah, I mean, I think Tobias, Tobias is, is is a long game player, and he's, I mean, he's he's been a he's, he's been an agent for a very very long time, and I'm pretty sure he understands how people tick quite um, quite well. Yeah, I, and I think he's he's. I really quite I like his character. I really do. He's you can see he'd be super effective in the job. And well he has been super effective in the job because he's he's compassionate, but he knows how human people work. Where Nina with with regards to Nina, this she just needs instruction. She doesn't seem to it's only towards the, the in series three yeah. that we see a little bit of humanity yeah. in Nina. I mean Nina is an operative. And plain, and plain, plain, and simple. You know, she she gets her orders. She she carries them out. Them. Yeah, she's she's not paid to to think or or to think on her feet. She just follows through. It's a you got to go A to B to C. That's what she does. Where 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 Tobias has to think to get to A to Z, and, and he has to work out how to get there. there. Yeah, and he plans his way through the alphabet. Where he may skip, he may re- get reverse, he may do something else, but he does get there. But he knows how the the, the human persona works, yeah. which I think is just really, really sensible. And it, it feels as though uh, so the Ursula also knows that with her husband, she's now gaining her own voice after being a sort of a sort of a sort of a housefrau. I mean, you can see that she's. She's she's glam and she's probably has been super glam in her early days where she's been sort of like the hostess with the mostess and everything like that. And she's probably fully aware of her husband's weak points and and sort of and trigger points. And now she's regaining some of her voice. Yes. Which I think is really good. It's just quite a really good feminist 
element to this as well. Mm. I mean, because in here you have got some really strong females. I mean, you've got Nina, epic. Um, you've got uh, Ursula, she's mm-hmm. finding her feet. You've got Ingrid, who's the sort of the mother, who is, in all intents and purposes, it's just like the uh, sort of a stable thing, but she's been running this legal library um, sort of in, in, the, in the background. And then you've got Annette, who mm-hmm. is quite happy to throw people under the bus. Yep. To... Uh, but she's doing it for her own thing. She's pregnant, so she's looking. She's looking for the the bigger picture with the East and the whole sort of morals and standards of the East, and doesn't want things to be rocked. But she's also covering herself. So she's so the, so towards the end of this episode, she's throwing people under the bus um, to get her way um, because she's obviously seeing that Martin and her. Uh, she's thinking that they're aligned which is really I think it's a fascinating fascinating element to go down mm. so but we have to rewind a little bit back to well we've we got the action sequence I've been saving the action oh, towards yeah. the very mm. very end so we th- I, well, I don't know if we did actually meet Carlos the Jekyll Carlos the Jekyll the, the, Je- the Jackal yes well um Carlos the Jackal did actually blow up the Maison de France in, oh. in August uh, 1983. Um, but he's actually still alive and he's in prison in France. So he wasn't he, he wasn't chased into a, an a, a U-Bahn station and, um, and killed. So now you're jumping ahead now. So what happens is Martin gives these uh, the decaf coffee... Um, which ha- allows people to sleep, and then within minutes of dropping that off and wandering off, there's a massive explosion. It's a big kabloom. Kabloom. And I mean, I can't believe that someone would have just picked it up and then immediately set a detonator and boom, it'd have gone. But it works well, well probably, in the narrative. I mean, he, it does work well in the narrative. And I'm thinking that the way that that works is he'd already set. Remember, what we discover it's it's, it's only the, the timers or the detonators, detonators that that he's he's getting. So that's it's not the explosive in the coffee tins; it's the it's the detonators. Detonator. So I'm assuming that he'd already set the explosives. So all he needed to do was attach the detonators and get the heck out of there. And if you've already set the explosives, you're not going to want to hang about too long in case they get discovered. Yeah. So he must have got the detonators, went straight to the explosives. Put it all together and skedaddled and kabloom. And then Martin makes chase. There's really quite a good action sequence where they go. I'm not sure if it's the same station they went down because we uh, I've been in uh, we've we've, obviously when we lived in Berlin we went to quite a few of those stations and I recognised one or two of them but they're not the same. Yeah, and I also think there's a little bit of recycling of locations going on because where they go running down into the underground station that looks very very similar. To where, to where the general goes into the brothel and Martin meets the yeah. man with the Walkman. It looks very very similar. So I do I do think there's a little bit of a bit location of re- recycling thing. happening, here. which is fair enough. It's fine. It doesn't doesn't sort of detract from the drama. No, not at all. I'm uh, just making a, an observation. That's what we're paid to do yes. on this podcast. That's what we pay. Oh, we paid. How marvelous! Yeah. <laughs> we're paid in brioche. Yeah. <laughs> we're paid in buns. Bunnage. 
Now, no, no, dear listener, we haven't got a Patreon account just yet. Uh, so, uh, so they have a tussle. Well, honestly, who'd want to? Who'd want to pay for this nonsense? <gasps> I'm sure someone will. Pay us in bunnage. <laughs> Brioche or currants is, is always Re- goes down, or goes down yeah. a treat. We're sponsored by Mr. Kipling. <laughs> oh, the cake providers are the can apply. So they sponsored have. Sponsored by Lilliput Lane or whatever it is. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> so they, they have the tussle. And it does look touch and go because Martin was winning and then suddenly. He's being punched very heavily, getting very bloody and stuff. Yes. And it's all very sort of very taut. Anyway, so Martin eventually sort of throttles him and sort of strangling and cuts his hair so, so he passes out. And he gets gets the other decaf tin and pulls the... Yes. And he, he leaves, in inverted commas, Carlos the Jackal's uh, body on the, 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 train, the train line. So presumably he gets, he gets squished. squished. Well, you would you would think you would assume so. Even though, of course, as I've already said, we Carlos know for a fact that he is still alive and in prison. There is a sort of resemblance between the actor that played him and sort of images of Carlos the Jackal, because um, he had that sort of round face sort of thing. So there was a, a similarity-ish. So we well, did look a bit like Edward Ford. Bruce Willis also played him as well. I quite like the Bruce Willis one. <gasps> Maybe we should do the original V reboots. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, because oh, the reboot is really quite good. It's because it, the, the jackal. I, I, I haven't seen the first one. In fairness, well, you've never seen the original. No, I've never seen the first. My goodness, I've, I know. Um, I've never seen that, but the second, the, the reboot one. Uh, I saw it at the cinema, and I actually did have it on DVD for a while. I don't have it now. Um, and uh, there's a really good scene where uh, where the jackal is sort of picking up. Uh, a guy in a gay bar, and they. So, this is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. So Bruce Willis with a moustache picks up a guy in a, in a gay bar, and they have a bit of a pash. And I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I said that was yeah. Shock horror, gasp. No, it wasn't a shock horror, but it was just like, "Gosh!" So I mean, because it, it was quite an interesting thing. It was it was a bit cheesy. But uh, it it did have some really good dark humour in it, which oh, I think maybe we should do a <laughs> the Jackal original V reboot. We haven't done one of those for a while. Uh, so anyway, going anyway, back to this. So, so yeah, so half of the Kudam has been blown to high heavens. I must admit, it did look very uh, effective. You know, for basically for faking a, a collapsed building, just using some. It was Some really collapsed good, wasn't scaffolding it? actually was very very effective. Uh, it, it had lots of plastic and things like plastic sort of sheeting and stuff like that, and there was a bit just a pile of rubble and a couple of broken cars uh, out front. It was very good. I mean, they, the, but the thing is with this one, the budget is very good. They have spent a decent crack on the budget of yeah. this series, and I think they even upped their ante on the other two episodes, mm. the other two series. So a bruised and bloodied Martin makes his way to the to the the, the border and, and gets through. And he gets through and he's he's whisked whisked away to the hospital in a in a car to the hospital just in the nick of time. Yeah. To save Ingrid. Yes. Well, we don't know if she's been saved or not, but it's safe to say that she she is saved. Yes. Don't, Spoilers. Yes, don't don't worry. She's, she's she'll be fine. Yeah. But I mean, Lenora actually seems quite. Human. Concerned, I know. She was quite concerned, and maybe there was a bit of genuine aspect that she isn't able to. She, she isn't a donor. 
But beforehand, I thought she was just a bit two-faced. Mm-hmm. But um, but I get the impression that if she could have, if she could have been a, a, a donor, she would have. Particularly yeah. when it began to look like Martin was going to make it in time. Yeah. So, and, and she was busy threatening a doctor. But she just, she just I don't said, know what she expected him to do, though. Don't know, but <laughs> whip out his own kidneys, yeah. jam it. Just in. find a donor out of thin air. Yeah. So, mm, so the, the, it's it was just brilliant, and we did have a there was a, a sort of cutting back to um, uh, Alex, who's left Tobias, then sort of gone over to see his his sister um, at. At the commune. At the commune, then fallen out with one of the other yeah. hippies. So there's a big fight. But then the sister dashes out and gives him his and, and gives a car to, to to him to they use my car. Um, and go, then, Where is he going? Where is he going? And then we have a final scene mm-hmm. with this dark, mysterious figure walking into the East German consulate. Consulate, and it is Alex yes. saying that he wants to offer his services. Yes. But he's being photographed by someone. Someone, yes. So presum- presumably, but someone nice. from the West German I intelligence know. service. I would imagine it would they be. Would, they'd, they would keep. They would keep the the consulate under. I mean, I think so, but I think he's he's probably under. He's probably sort of under surveillance by Tobias and the East, because they know a lot. Well, of everyone that. would be watching him. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's he's turning into be quite a key, a key player Lynch in all pit. of this. But it's very interesting because it's a, the so obviously HIV and AIDS becomes quite a theme. It starts off in this series, and it, they've added little tidbits because in last week's episode there was talk about um, the, the Ursula telling Yvonne to be careful and take have protection because it, it, yeah, and it was referenced to so oh, it's only a gay disease and da da da, yeah. um, and then there's a little bit more. Yeah, but it becomes a bigger, bigger and, and, part and of the storyline. It, it becomes line. a big, a big part in, in the next second, series, the second part of the trilogy. So, which is really quite interesting. Um, so, the soundtrack again. They had the Major Tom, obviously by Peter Schilling, Mad World by Tears for Fears, and In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. And that was it. Was really, really. Oh, no, we haven't got multi-tracks like we have in the previous ones because it's no. the, the drama is taking it off it's you don't, don't need that many musical hooks to get you in um but uh yeah i thought this was an absolutely cracking it's a very good episode, episode. i can't believe we're halfway through <gasps> no no in fact we're more than halfway through aren't we was this episode oh it's episode five wasn't it yes oh my god we've only got three more episodes of the series don't worry dear listeners there's two more series to go and we are gonna be firing on all cylinders for those those two so amazing so can you have you got anything else to add on this episode no i think i've said everything i want to say about this episode no oh gosh right but it was it was very good big thumbs up great drama and it's so interesting. And they've got, everyone's got, I'm upset that we didn't have any more of Renata. Okay. So, she, so I don't know if she comes in any, I can't remember if she comes in any other episodes. I've got a feeling she doesn't, but. Um, but it's very sad because she, like, I think she was quite delicious. I think, I think she served a narrative purpose though. Yeah. But I mean, admittedly, there was a moment where, where Martin admits or says, in lust in bed 
that he's a spy for the East and not to say anything to, to, to Yvonne and not to say anything. Well, he so, doesn't quite say he's a spy for the KGB. Yes, and then, and then, then Mossad. Mossad, and, which and, is the Israeli security service. And, and then something else and la, 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 la. Yeah. So, um, so play along with right, but so the, the truth is straight yeah. right in <laughs> uh, I'll have to kill you if, if you tell anyone. <laughs> the, how we laughed. How we laughed. How we the laughed. irony, the how irony. So, but yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's so tightly scripted. Um, and we say that this was comparables because it's very twisty turny because we've been watching Lupin. 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 Is it Lupin, Lupin or Lupin? Lupin. Lupin. It's French. French, Lupin. France. And that's on Netflix. There's two series on that. And that's based on a, a gentleman thief. Um, it's a spin on the classic. Um, sort of the French one, which is the equivalent of Sherlock Holmes, but a thief. on the other side of the on the other side, the, yeah, yeah, not Moriarty though. Um, he was a little bit naughty, um, but it's as a sort of naughtiness with with manners, um, and it's a bit of a, a sort of contemporary take on that. Um, and that they're t- twisty turny and have lots of depth of character. It just seems like mainland Europe actually has really, really good drama series it's, I think you're right they also got a lot of rubbish as well but um, this, there certainly seems to be quite a golden age for European drama well they've got interesting stories that haven't been told but I mean this story is set in history with historic events sandwiched around it but it feels so real it does feel quite a lot of yeah. it's real yeah. it does I mean it has it definitely has a gloss of reality which, which I think, is, and the soundtrack and the soundscape and the film and visually it's exciting. And you really feel for all the characters, although I don't like Annette, I can understand her motivations. I think she's the, sort of, I think out of all the characters, Annette is the one that really, really gets on my nerves. Where oh. All the other ones, I can, some of them, you can see they are nasty and they're naughty. Uh, well, I hate to say this, but Annette's only going to get even more annoying. I know. It's not going to get less annoying. Wow, we all know how that all ends. Up. Well, well, we do, but listen, <laughs> dear listeners, listeners, we're not going to spoil it. Well, I think for you, you probably already have. To no, be honest, we're not going to spoil it. So, anyway, dear listeners, please let us know what you thought. We are on all social media channels at, at Hunt Eat Dust. Mm-hmm. We're uh, on the web. We're on the web. If you're listening to it on iTunes, uk. Yeah, please. If you're listening to it on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star review and say, "Oh my God, they're amazing!" Check uh, out the playlist on out. Spotify. Yes, we've got the playlist. So the playlist is on Spotify. Is the uh, all the songs which are in order of how they've been played. Obviously, we don't play Major Tom, um, which is the opening sequence. Well, we're not going to play that eight times. No. Might However... Play it, might we... play it twice, though, because uh, we currently... We, we start off with the German version, and I think we might finish off with the English language version. Yeah. Um, but we say uh, Rob discovered that in Germany they had a different opening sequence. They certainly did. And it was with Martin with his top off. Yes, having and images projected onto his naked torso. Yeah, I much prefer the one that... With, with Blue Monday as the music. Yeah, it was, yeah. so that's by... Manchester Band, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. New Order. New Order, yeah. So, I mean, I was, I'm just wondering why they didn't play that. Well, it's not that. It wasn't overly risky. Um, but 
Who knows? Answers if anybody knows, postcard. tell us. Tell <laughs> us. Anyway, like to know. in the meantime, it's not on Wikipedia. It's not on Wikipedia. That's our main source oh, of knowledge. No. Everything Deutschland related. Deutschland related. Although we are trending on Deutschland eighty three well, on Reddit. Well, you're trending. Woo! But that's quite easy because I think you're the only person who's posting anything. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> anyway, in the meantime, it's our Vida Zen from me, Jonathan, and from me, Rob. It's choose. Choose. Thank you.